Well, we could spend this last bonus conversation. <laughs> so thank you for listening. And now have a listen to this bonus conversation, which we're recording at the exact same time, <laughs> about the remake. Tell me about the remake, Dad. Oh, the remake. Are you sure you want me to tell you without you seeing it? I'm not going to see it. No, you're not going to see it. Okay, so, so the big change about the remake is... The music. Well, the, well, yes, the, the music is hip-hop. The music is, is of the... Um, period, yep. yeah, 2000. You've got this, I think he's a senator or he's trying to be senator oh. or governor. I think he's trying to be governor. Oh, I think he's, he's either a governor that's wanting to be a senator or he's, or he's someone who's wanting to be governor. So he's got this big PR campaign and he's got this orphan and, you know, and, and so on. And and he really is hard-hearted. He really is greedy and, and they go to great lengths to show that how much so he is and, and how he's just so... He's less, you know, the, the Daddy Warbucks was a really big businessman. That was his big thing. But this guy is more like a wannabe. So PR is really important and, and having all the right moves and right everything looking good is that facade is really important to him. And we see this night and day change between the facade and the real. That's part of the theme is being true to yourself and authentic and, and owning that. But the big change is that all the leads are black. Yeah. So you got this fun, loving, boisterous girl, you know, and it just fits. It works so well. Totally different to, to this one. Um, the original, as you said, is just so true to itself, mm. apart from those sorts of yeah. big dance numbers. That, and even though you know it's fictional and stylized and romanticized, you know, you know yeah, it goes along with it. Um, the, the remake, I love the music, I love the theatricality of mm. it, I love the dance. Yep. The actors were, you know, cute and did all the right things. The story is just a bit naff, that's all. Ah, <laughs> the story is just... Ah, for yeah. a normal movie. Yeah, well, we've sort of gone past it. He says, oh, yeah, here we've got a plastic politician. And yeah, 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 and, and so on. Oh, and she's going to turn him around. Oh, how lovely and sweet. Yeah, yeah, what's next? Whereas a period movie, you can get away with that because yeah. it's because it's made in the 80s, because it's a, a musical reminiscent of the 30s, mm you are sitting down to watch something that is old and therefore your expectations of the story itself are lower. Mm. Uh, whereas when you're watching a modern, a story set in modern day, mm -hmm. story with modern style music, mm. you expect the story to be on par with, with modern mm. stories, less romanticized and less mm. fantasized. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a, it was fine. I enjoyed it. But it was a flop in this shot, in this, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why exactly, that's another discussion why it was a flop, but um, what came to my mind watching this is that it'd be really interesting to see a remake of this in the 2000s and the, the, the recession, or set in the dangerous and excessive times of the 80s, right? So yeah. the, the Reagan-esque? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Thatcher-esque, really. Yeah, Thatcher-esque yeah, Thatcher and, and Reagan-esque. And so, so I thought... What by Reagan I mean like heavy police involvement yeah, yeah. in street crime and yeah. and a lot of rich people but a lot of poor people. Yeah, so New York in the nineties was not a nice place to be. There was basically eighties or nineties. Eighties, sorry. Um, there was a murder every week and and it was just it was a bad bad place. But what, why I mentioned Thatcher was because. The musical that takes that eighties period and comments a little bit about the poverty is Billy Elliot. Oh, yeah. So Billy Elliot is set in the, the 80s. Minor strikes and, and all this terrible stuff that's happening to workers. 
and that you know if you had any set in a period that that would be the period to thinking 1970s to 1930s 40 years different so 2020s would be looking at the 1980s I think that would be a good decade to choose to set it in. If anything, that was the mistake of the remakes. I don't know when the 1999 movie was set. I don't know when that was, but that if that was the 80s, that would have been a good choice. Yeah. But if they set it in the 90s, that wouldn't have been a very good choice because that was a time of economic boom for America. And if they set the 2014 movie in modern day in, in 2014 then that wouldn't have been a, as good of a decision as if they had putting it setting it in the recession that happened 10 years prior in 2004 i think it might have been the fear of the big companies of commenting on poverty or or exposing the poverty of of those decades of the of that era or it was the pollyannaness of the era in which the movies were that movie was made because when you think of the 70s 77 was still pre-80s it was still a time of um disillusionment uh and so a movie like america uh, sorry like annie is much like a movie like star wars it's this sigh of relief Mm. from all of the the disillusionment and Mm. realism that we see everywhere else even in movies like cabaret and musicals Mm. like cabaret which is a lot more realistic um and its portrayal of life. Yeah, so some of the big movies in, in the 70s that, you know, put it into context, you know, was you mentioned Dirty Harry, yeah. which, by the way, had a car chase in which, like, 20 hubcaps came off one car. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. You had a whole lot of Vietnam War movies, mm-hmm. and, of course, let alone the disaster movies in mm-hmm. the 70s. So, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, of icky, gritty, realistic stuff, and then you got this, you know, sci-fi fantasy of Star Wars, doing really well um, and then at the end of the, that decade you've, you've got Annie you know, again trying to inject some, some hope mm. into obviously a fictional um, story with danger and character and fun and, um, yeah, so I can see how it, how it took off. If you were going to make it today and set it in the 80s you'd have to do what the original Annie did and sort of stylize it. Mm, right? yes. Sort of romanticize it a little bit, yeah. but, but certainly stylize it. And I think that would work really, really well because I think a romanticized 80s mm. is going to be way more successful than uh, a regular 80s. Mm. Uh, if you not really, not necessarily looking at the reality that created the movie fame or the movie Footloose, but more looking at those movies themselves and copying those movies mm. rather than copying the reality that created those movies. Yeah, so I mentioned how um, New York 80s was, was a bad place. So you, you could stylize that. Yeah. Um, and you could, uh, you yeah, know... These dancing gangsters. Yeah. I mean, this is the era of Michael Jackson and Bad and, and things like, you know, the dance-off and things like that. <laughs> you pay homage to, obviously, the King of Pop, but also, you know, those kinds of movies that you mentioned, Footloose and, and to a certain extent, Flashdance and so on. And I think that a 2020s remake set in the 2000s would, again, work really well. But it would be a stylized, romanticized mm-hmm. 2000s. It wouldn't be this, this modern hip-hop. It would be a callback. Mm. So if anything, the 2014 remake was too early. Yeah, I, st- I still like that 
that period of 40 years, you've got a whole generation come and gone in that time. Mm. Well, a new generation come in that time. It's easier to set a musical in a period in which the current generation hasn't experienced. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like you say, it's basically a period. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's new and different, you know. Otherwise, they could go and have a look at this, you know, 2000s musical and say, oh, yeah, it wasn't really like that. And, oh, you know. But, but it is. And I've seen video essays. I know because I've seen video essays on YouTube about nostalgia. Oh, oh done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, one, one of the, um, the musicals that now I haven't seen, but what little I have seen of it, um, it reminds me of, I think, of a way that this could be done, and that is Matilda. Oh, yes. Which is just so stylized. Yes. Yeah. I love Matilda the musical. To cut a long story short, what you're saying about it is that that show could be produced in a similar way that yeah. this version of Annie was produced, in a stylized period yeah. piece yeah. with over-the-top singing and dancing. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you could do um, a reboot, if you like, of Annie, in that sort of style that Matilda's done. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many points in this, well, at least one point in this movie which said, ah, that's a Matilda moment right yeah. there. Wonderful. And I love Matilda the musical, so why not, instead of remaking Annie for a fourth time, <laughs> just make a Matilda the musical movie? I'm down for that. Um, because hopefully that would get more people to go and watch the actual musical itself. Yeah, um, and I, I think that movies do that. I don't think movies, oh, yeah. unless the movie gets a really bad review like Cats, right. I don't think that the movie is going to turn people off going to see yep. the actual show itself. Yep. People like to go to what they're familiar to. Familiar well, the, the with. classic one of that, of course, is The Wizard of Oz. You know, because the movie was so popular and, and iconic now that, you know, if there's a little repertory society putting on the theater, Wizard of Oz, oh, well, let's go see it, you yeah. know. <laughs> and you'll know every line and, and, and uh, song and so on. And it'll be fun to see your local actors, you know, dressing up as straw people and so on. And as much as I say that it's better to watch a musical you're familiar with, it's a better experience. When you know the music already, when you know the story already, you are able to accept the fact that they're singing it a lot easier and yeah. you're able to suspend your disbelief. You're able to get into the story a lot more and you're able to enjoy the whole show a lot more. Yeah. Because in a sense, you can believe that these people would really come out and break out into the song because you know the song. And so if you could easily break out into that song in a situation like yeah. that, you would. And so yeah. you easily relate to their yeah. singing. But in saying that, this movie was still really enjoyable, even though I was unfamiliar with most of the songs. But the funny thing is that this is the precursor to Cats, if Cats was made before this. Cats was made in the 70s or 80s? 80s. 80s. Great. This is the precursor to Cats. So is Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think. I haven't seen it, but that the, the level of dancing in that. Fosse, in, yep. in his American... Uh, revolutionary, uh, revolutionizing of Broadway dance and uh, West Side Story's use of dance and the Rodgers and Hammerstein ballet in the middle of the musical mm -hmm. moment. Also of the 50s, like Singing in the Rain, we commented on that moment as well. All of that is leading to a musical that is completely dance, yeah. apart from that one song memory. Mm. And I say that because there are not, only, not one, but two, num three numbers in this show which are predominantly dance mm. and predominantly dance in a, uh, what do I say, dance-centric way mm -hmm. because the music has been arranged for people to dance to. Yeah. 
there's Easy Street, which we yeah. just mentioned. There's the Welcome Song, and there's um, We Got Annie. Yep. All three of those songs were arranged for them to dance to. Yep. And that was the point of the song, Absolutely. almost, almost yep. the entire point. Great staircase scene in, yeah. in that <laughs> Easy Street song. Yeah. Oh, and not only that, but the callback to the Follies when they're singing about the movie yep. that they're going to watch, which is... Yep. Lots of slapstick. Yeah, lots of slapstick. <laughs> and, and the slapstick in Easy Street is one of yeah. the things that I loved. Yeah, so yeah. much slapstick comedy so and schadenfreude. Physical comedy. Yeah, yeah physical right. comedy. And so that has prepared the way for a musical like Cats completely oriented in dance mm-hmm. completely 80s the other musical that i was going to say prepared the way for this was fame with that oh, yeah, dance yeah. scene and footloose with the with their with their massive dance sequences yeah. this is how we got here okay so i mean obviously in this series we've been uh reviewing iconic mm. uh movie musicals and yeah this this is one that i would, would i would say is probably more iconic than Greece. Oh. Ooh. Not in musical theatre, I think. Not on, on, not on stage. In terms of movie musicals. Oh. I don't, yeah, that's, that's debatable. I don't but I, I think the influence of Annie, the importance of Annie, I mean, the Tomorrow song is just referenced everywhere. Yeah. So I think this is a huge cultural reference. And to me, what makes a movie iconic is has it transferred generations? Oh. Has it gone beyond those who loved it at the time? Yes. You know, I apply that rule to um, music stars as well. Has Elvis, has Sinatra, have these people crossed over the generations? Otherwise, they're just the ones who were teenagers when that artist was popular. And But, you know, I think this, this Annie is iconic, mm. that it, it meets that criteria, that it has huge influence in popular culture, mm. not just of that period, but since. Mm. Um, yeah, and so to me, it ticks the boxes. How does this compare with The Wizard of Oz and Dorothy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Obviously a different genre, different narrative. But there's a lot of... Um, like, they're, they're still both fantasy stories. Okay. They're still both stylized. Mm-hmm. You've got some very flat characters mm-hmm. in, in both of them. The lion is the lion is the lion, you know. And I think, like The Wizard of Oz, there's lots of morals. There's lots mm. of themes, there's lots of... You know, be kind to animals. Don't be a drunk, you know. Mm. <laughs> Friendship is really important in mm. this one. And there are similar themes in The Wizard of Oz. Obviously, they're not taken to an, an imaginary world, but she is taken out of her world mm. into another world, mm. the world of the rich people. Is there a, 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 an evil witch villain? Well, a comical witch villain, <laughs> sort of, uh, in terms of story. In terms of, of songs, I actually like the music in, in any... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, one of the reasons I like Annie more than like The Wizard of Oz is probably that it was a stage show first. Ah. That I'm seeing what I would see on stage. Mm. You know, these big dance numbers and, and beautiful costumes and, you know, athletic dances and beautiful singing and so on. The Wizard of Oz doesn't even try to be a Broadway show. Sometimes it's reminiscent of one. I'm thinking of those munchkin scenes yeah. where, you know, it's obviously a soundstage. This dance sequence is very much like what you would see on a stage. But really, that's the only time. The, the, yeah. the plot or the, the dialogue scenes aren't trying to be like a stage show at all. Hey, thanks so much for an awesome conversation. Is there anything else that you'd like to say about this movie or this experience or musicals? Go see it. Go see it. I know I say at the end of everything, but yeah, go see it. This is fun. Pure fun. And if you're feeling a bit jaded, 
or a bit tired of life and yeah. <laughs> cynical, go see this plastic movie. Yeah. It's just great. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much, Dad, yeah. for, for having this conversation, for watching this movie, having the conversation. Yeah. I'm so glad that we put this on early enough that we were able to have a really long conversation about it. Yeah, cool. I'm going to keep most of this in because it's great. Oh, okay. But it is a wonderful um, movie, relic of the 70s and 80s, <laughs> and um, well worth a uh, nostalgic rewatch yeah. or watch um, or experience and I hope that you get the chance to see it live because I'm sure all of the talent in your town is worth celebrating mm. that's all folks and it's good night from me and it's good night from him good night good night <laughs> <laughs>